I'm Jeff Skiles. And two years ago, I was being honored in this very Capitol building as a hero for being one of the pilots in the Miracle on the Hudson. But I'm here to tell you that on that day, there were many, many heroes. Pilots, flight attendants, air traffic controllers, firemen, policemen, crews of the ferry boats, EMTs. We didn't abandon those passengers to save themselves. Yes. We all work together to save everybody. That's a lesson the people in this Capitol building need to learn. All those trained professionals put aside the fear for their own personal safety to get the job done. And every one of them was a union member. Unions help their people do their jobs better. And I'd like to talk to you today about one group that has touched my family's lives. I'd like to talk about the educators in my hometown of Oregon, Wisconsin. These professional men and women who have devoted their lives to develop and nurture our future, our children. And they have given my children and myself a priceless gift. I have watched my kids grow into responsible, intelligent, and caring adults due to their contributions. Just yesterday, my youngest son, JJ, got his ACT college entrance exam scores in the mail. He got a 26. What do you suppose Scott Walker got? That's a good enough score to get into Wisconsin's flagship campus here, the UW-Madison. But JJ won't be going to college next year because JJ is only in the eighth grade. That didn't happen because of Scott Walker. That happened because of the educators in the Oregon School District, and that happened because of all of you. The teachers are only one small collection of voices among the hundreds of thousands of nurses, public employees, state and local workers who will be impacted by this bill. The federal, our federal government has acknowledged our basic right to join together and make our collective voices heard by union membership. The Supreme Court has defended that right. But this budget bill will strip Wisconsin public workers of the protections and rights enjoyed by other Americans. This bill will regulate public workers to second-class status in America. Are we going to let that happen? No! Let's not forget how this budget crisis came about. And let's not let this governor and this Republican legislature shift the blame 
for what's wrong with America from corporate profiteers and instead demonize our teachers, our nurses, and our public sector employees. America for 300 years has been the land of promise for the rest of the world. The land of new frontiers, new opportunities. Okay, good evening and welcome to Tank Riot. This is episode 106. Our topic is the Wisconsin Budget Repair Bill. I'm Sputnik. With me as always is Victor and of course Tor. We don't really have any but first because, well, this is pretty much taking up all of our time. I'm sure you may have heard on the national and international news that our governor is in trying to fix our budget deficit, uh, making all of the unions, which did not support him in the last campaign, pay in more than double for our health care. Generally, you join the state or get a state job because, well, the pay is not great, but you have good benefits. Well, now you have neither. So, And besides that, you'd like to take away collective bargaining. And this is not just for union members. The focus of the attack of his budget repair bill, which was uh, snuck into the legislature, basically, in an attempt to have no one... the Patriot Act. Yeah. Yeah. Have no one actually read it and know it was in it. Um, The follow-up to that is the actual budget, which we all learned about on Tuesday. And that... That was fascinating. ...was an interesting tactic in that the reasoning behind his attack on collective bargaining and on unions is because he... It's trickle-down blame, and he's going to push it to the municipalities and the localities to uh, solve the debt problem by reducing staff and pay. And that's why he's saying he needs the loss of collective bargaining. He needs to give them the tools that they need. The tools you need. To reduce the deficit. I have one question. Where are we going, and why am I in this handbasket? Yeah. (laughs) It's really what it comes down to. I mean— this doesn't just affect state workers. It also affects teachers. It, it, just, it goes across the board. And, of course, oh, the, yeah. the police and the fire unions, firefighter unions, were not involved because, well, they supported Scott Walker. But, in fact, knowing that they would probably be next on the list, came out in support of the unions, the, the unions as the well. Teachers, so. the state workers. I mean, the teachers are, I think, probably the big losers in all this because, as he said in his budget, Regardless of all this other stuff, I mean, you're you're looking at sixty per classroom now. Uh, Tor's uh, wife is uh, a Madison teacher, and Tor himself is a state worker. I'm a state worker, so is Victor. Yes, and I'm not technically a member of nope. a union, but I support the unions completely in this effort. So I suppose we do have a vested interest in it. Uh, I I've personally been working for the state for fifteen years as as an IT specialist. Uh, pretty much now. Regardless of where I work, the situation is going to be the same. Um, I I recently had a couple of very unexpected hospital stays. And in one of the hospitals that I was ambulanced to, the nurses are all 
uh, in the state union as well. I had a chance to talk to many of them. They, and we've had very bad weather. So there was a lot of them. I mean, they work 12 hour shifts as it is, but, and Mm -hmm. a lot of them without being asked when we had the bad snowstorms, ice storms, whatever, volunteered to come in and stay the night and put their families on hold to do their jobs because they, you know, feel very strongly about what they do. Yeah. You get more people in on those days. But now they're facing uh, doing 12 plus hours without compensation, without prior warning, whatever. So, you know, there's something to look forward to is mm-hmm. that you're rushed to a hospital and the nurse who is attending you is on her 16th hour. Yeah. I, I can't give, a, mm-hmm. you know, give away too much about what my family does, but this will impact me. Uh, at least half of my family income might be lost due to this. I do have two children in the Madison School District, and they're talking about moving classroom size up to 60 kids per classroom. Well, and, which is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. going back to the one-room schoolhouse. You've already got this. Um, you've yeah. already got but classrooms. It's, it's already there. It's right, already blown. You've got fourth and fifth grade together in one classroom, and they're selling it as this unique opportunity for them to blend. And no, it's a way to get more kids in the classroom. Right. It's a way to cut corners because the school district and... I love them and I love the teachers and I love the principal and I, I, you know, I love a lot of the hard work they all do. This is not work till three o'clock and then have all summers off. I, I get so mad when I hear people talk about how dumb and useless the teacher's job is. But Victor, that's the thing is that teachers Mm -hmm. and union workers and state workers are an easy target because there's that stupid stereotype out there that, okay, they're all just lazy and overpaid. Which is totally wrong. Which is totally wrong. I mean, we've all, between us, we've, we've worked decades in, in, (laughs) in this system. And we're making millions now. Oh, and we're making Uh, millions. Well, and and part of the public system in the state of Wisconsin and and the, the great history that the state of Wisconsin has with creating unions, you know, the, the formation of unions and, and the whole, the whole union movement has a great, um, connection to the state of Wisconsin. But over the last 20, 30 years, all this, the idea of a lot of public workers was, oh, let's let's bypass raises and increase our benefits because we really would like our benefits. We right. really need health care. You, you're, you're not getting cost of living raises, right. oh, yeah. but your benefits, you you don't have to pay in as much. Again, you're sacrificing one for the other. Now you have neither. Right. So yeah, There so, was so many years that we would just get a 1% raise or maybe even no raise. Or they would defer right. the 1% raise for a year so yeah. that they could get through right. one fiscal budget season and not give you the raise that you should have got a year ago. It's, it's not that our collective <laughs> yeah, bargaining yeah. was great to begin it was with. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. But then without it completely, we've got less than nothing. Right. And the so, whole idea that, yeah. oh, we've got to bring the public workers' benefits to the level of the private industry. Well, Fine, great. Let's bring the public workers' pay up to the who, private who's, level. Who's the private? It's the, the private <laughs> you know, sector being Goldman Sachs, yeah, well, being GM, exactly. being all these people right. that were not. I don't know if you gentlemen have had a chance to see the Oscar-winning documentary Inside Job, but by all means, watch it. But make sure that there's no breakable objects in the fucking mm-hmm, room mm-hmm. because it's pretty hard to watch it and not just want to burn down your local government house. Which, by the way, <laughs> you can't go into now. Yeah. Because our esteemed governor has said, well, no, uh, we just can't have these people sleeping in a house that belongs to the people, which I thought was interesting because he wanted the sheriff to, you know, in the sheriff's department to to, you know, basically pat everyone down mm-hmm. and, and more or less try to create an incident. Yes. And what did the sheriff say? Uh, I'm not a palace guard. <laughs> I love yes. it. 
I love excellent. it. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Dane County Sheriff uh, Dave Mahoney. Dave Mahoney, God bless him. Yeah, that, that, that was, was classic. That belonged there because that's exactly what the Capitol has. And, and I don't know if you've, uh, many of our listeners probably don't know what the Capitol in Madison, Wisconsin looks like, but essentially it's a cheap copy of the one in Washington, D.C. Watch a Keanu Reeves movie. Yeah, watch, yeah, <laughs> watch uh, the, 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 the yeah. Cold Fusion movie. I can't even remember what it's called. Uh, now. Chain Reaction or Chain something? Reaction, yeah. thank you. Wait at Morgan Freeman, I, oh, that's yeah. all I remember. Well, but. There are some scenes even... from the Dillinger film, too. Yes, yeah. there were some scenes, but but the point is, is that okay? So here's like couldn't be a more public house, but right. you can't go in there, yeah. because it's inconvenient for the governor. And he also called mm-hmm. out the national guard or alerted the national guard because there might be labor problems. And, uh, and this is before anything yeah. happened. Can, can can I, so he, anything was, happen. he was hoping for riots. I, I'd really I'd like still to hoping for riots because yeah. we got to bring the Koch brothers into this because it will not hang together without the Koch brothers. You <laughs> may right. remember this from episode 105 when we talked about think tanks. <laughs> yes. Yes. I can't so, believe how that blew up another yeah. two weeks. It reminded yeah. me of the Julian Assange when oh we talked God. about WikiLeaks. I mean, it's like I'm, I'm tired. I'm almost scared to talk about something now <laughs> because it's just it's just going to flare in the next couple of weeks. If and... I remember correctly, we recorded episode 105 on the 10th. Yeah. And it was the day after the 11th that Walker announced that he was going to screw over everybody. Right. Mm. Right. And, but uh, when mm. Walker took office, the Koch brothers quietly opened a little lobbying office right here in downtown Madison. Right. Y- yes, they did. And why would that and, be? Why would that be, Tor? Would it be possibly because of the no bid power plant? Wait, wait. Sale? I thought, oh, this, I thought yeah. this budget was just about uh, fighting the deficit. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. The corporate taxes, right. the, the, the corporate tax breaks that are out there are costing the, the government way more than it would take to take care of of the the state workers and the the teachers and the nurses and the firefighters and the police. No, no, no. This tax break is much more important because that stimulates business. Is there anybody out there? No, of course there are people out there, teabaggers. (laughs) But let's just say that you are a right-wing nut job teabagger (laughs) asshole. Let's say you're one of those people that thinks Fox News is really there to inform. Let's, Let's say you're one of those. And okay. Mobile Web, that spells boon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Let's say you're one of those. Okay, so you're sitting up at nights worrying about America's competitiveness on the world market and free markets mm-hmm. and so forth. And you're worried about Brazil and Russia and India and China and the fact that they're, they seem to be much better educated and they're doing the same jobs for much less blah, 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 blah. Well, what mm-hmm. do they have that we don't have? Well, almost unlimited natural resources and an almost unlimited slave pool. Because right. let's face it, these are not governments that you would call democratic in any way, shape, or form. So, mm-hmm. like Doctor Strangelove, I believe we have a we have a slave gap, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. We we I mean, I, you know, listening to the budget address last Tuesday, I, I I mean, I felt like my ancestors coming over from Ireland by being indentured. Yeah, I didn't actually hear any of the budget speech because I've actually, and, and this is very much against yep. Victor's nature. I, I've been protesting the last two weeks. I was outside. They had barricaded off the whole uh, plaza of the Capitol with uh, uh, the state patrol. Right. And that's kind of funny because the state patrol is headed by 
Fitzgerald and and, and yeah. the, the the Fitzgerald brothers, Daddy. That um, could be a whole new podcast yeah. in and of itself. So we have these yeah. two brothers who are again are right wing nut jobs. That one is in charge of the state senate, the other one is in charge of the state assembly, and their dad is in charge of the state patrol appointed by Scott Walker. Yeah. I'm shocked, shocked, shocked to find yeah. this out. There's gambling in Rick's Cafe Americaine. So You're right. with you, sir. So I was I was outside with the protesters, and it was a very good movement. I've got to say that the protesters here in Madison and it's been largely ignored by the major media. I mean, yes, there's some hippies in Madison playing bongo drums, and they um, give it very short shrift, uh, and especially yeah. Fox News. And we've gotten a lot of emails from people about this because Fox News was on the scene. The and- only people that say that about Madison are the trailer park trash <laughs> that live above the Pine Curtain in Scotty Nation, so fuck them. But Fox News was there, and they yeah. showed footage. We are broadcasting this live from tropical Madison, Wisconsin. <laughs> Outstanding. And it had footage of palm trees. Because yeah. they used footage of another rally gone bad in Florida or somewhere where there right. are actually uh-huh. palm trees. Well, in Ohio is is, <laughs> is, 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 is going undergoing the same thing. Yeah. But I had noticed in uh, uh, the Cap Times that they mm-hmm. were saying that many of these governors are backing off even right. supporters of Scott Walker because of what they found. Last Saturday, yeah. there were more people up there than... Period. It's a record. I walked yeah. around the Capitol last Saturday maybe 20 times. 70, and I was up there yeah. the entire day in the snow, in the slush. with. And I think it was more than 70,000. I think the first weekend they had calculated 70,000. And this time they said there was more than 70,000. Honestly, guys, I honestly think it was 100,000. Yeah. I'm not willing to say it was 150,000 oh, people. No, but there I was really a lot think of it people. Was looking, looking at the photos, I, I would not be surprised. Um, and plus, um, last week's Saturday, uh, it was just people against the bill. Right. Whereas the the week before, you had a few thousand teabaggers yeah, there. You did. The, the, and you know, I got to tell you, though, I saw, I, I, I was counting, because you know me, I'm highly confrontational. And I was there in the crowd trying to be nice, but looking for any teabagger I could see, I found four. There was a right. guy and his wife, yeah. and then there were two random guys who, yeah. they'd go, recall Walker. He'd go, recall Obama. You know, so he was uh, on I his own know, little I don't know if platform. you guys have heard the novelty song. You know, it's based on the 1961 song, uh, Watching Scotty Grow. Okay. But it's actually a, a song about, uh, in January of 2012, um, we can recall Scott Walker. And yeah. so it was basically talking about all the things that happened, but the the, the chorus was watching Scotty go. <laughs> if there's anything yeah. good that's come of Scott Walker, it's that 1960s pop sensation Scott Walker of the Walker Brothers might be getting some more recognition for his awesome baritone voice and his pop stylings, yes. which have inspired people such as Nick Cave and others. Wasn't filled with talking it still moves through my heart from time to time. City after city, granite gray as morning. Heroes died in subways left behind, far behind. Like our love You're on your own again And you're your best again That's what you tell yourself I see it all the way as far 
except when it began I was so happy I didn't feel like me So I'm a big fan of one Scott Walker. Uh, the other one is a giant douchebag. The one thing yeah. I can say that I've found that's made me feel better is I've gone online to try to find really the most inflammatory <laughs> stickers or anything that yeah. I can find about this incident. And the one that I've settled on is a bumper sticker where Scott Walker is looking dumber than usual. <laughs> and if you've seen the man and picture George Bush when he's trying to pronounce words. Right. And he never it, looks real smart. He never looks real smart. But <laughs> yeah. the, the saying is... Scott Walker is a coke sucker. Yeah, yeah. My favorite poster, uh, Bill, sign from the protest was the one that someone had. It looked professionally made of Mr. Burns. It was this glaring Mr. Burns oh my God, yelling. Can you believe it? And it wow. had the Coke Brothers or Coke Industries symbol below it, and and Mr. Burns is yelling Walker. <laughs> it was so awesome. And it's, then it's and then there's amazing. comic book guy with the worst governor ever. There's some really <laughs> yeah. good signs out there. Oh, oh yeah. Not signs. to mention the ad at Walkers, but. The point is, is that I've yeah. I've wanted to go to more of the rallies because of the medical issues I've had, in the, and it's not been a great Black History Month for Sputnik. So I <laughs> yeah. have been in the ICU twice and two ambulance rides, and what it basically comes down to is I haven't been there as much as I want to, but now that has changed, and I am up there. And the one point that always impresses me is that you have people from all walks of life. Mm -hmm. All different political backgrounds, age groups, uh, socioeconomic status, you name it. And they are getting along. They are talking. Mm -hmm. They are, you oh, know, it's, this is a really, really highly organized. I've really been on the ground up there. And I know people who are wearing the Marshall vests and trying to organize. They're trying to keep the oh, crowd yeah. peaceful because their whole their whole goal is peaceful protesting is what's going to work for them. Is This is what they believe. And this is they, they think it's going to work. They think it's going to help. They You know, and as we're doing this podcast, I would be up there right now if we weren't doing this podcast because... As we speak, they're right now ejecting the long-term protesters who've been right. locked inside the building. Right. Um, even though all the dirty tricks they've been doing about slowly, yeah, we don't want that capping we, down the we, building we don't and want people stopping people from in getting the in the Capitol. Building. We can't have that. I've been there, and I was there outside when everyone was locked out and couldn't get in. And I was right next to Growthman when he came out of the building, and there was an altercation with this representative who couldn't get in the building. He couldn't get back in, and he was a Republican who called us all slobs. He called. Oh. All abnormal, and uh, we're not normal. We're bongo drum playing slobs. We're oh, just yeah. college students. Yeah. And thank you. And so here much. I was oh, yeah. in my work outfit with my, you know, I was actually dressed very nice. And yeah, um, and he oh, yeah. he came out and people chased him and they yelled shame at him and they were, you know, he's a fanatic. They were screaming at him, yeah. but no one punched him. No one no touched but, him. But that's what Walker wants. I know. A, I know. Yeah. He is. He has done everything possible to try to pry, to, to right. provoke an incident so that he can label us all union goons and it can all right. look terrible. Not to mention the fact that this blogger called in and he was a liberal blogger. <laughs> From the he, Daily Beast. He calls in, actually gets to talk to Scott Walker because he says he's David, David Koch. Billionaire and David Koch. David Koch. And if you don't know who that is, please refer to 105. Do you know how many times I've right. called Scott Walker? Probably about 20. 
and I've never gotten through. No, but oh, somehow, really? oh, David Koch's on the line. Mm -hmm. Boom, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm going to talk to you. And they discuss yeah. strategy, where he was even talking about, and when you go out to these, and the, the Daily Show has been talking mm -hmm. about these teabag sites where they say, yes, go there, you know, wearing all these union colors and everything, mm -hmm. and then try mm -hmm. to start a fight mm -hmm. so that they can, well, uh, they can try yeah. to provoke these things. I mean, Scott Walker yeah. admitting the fact that he thought about planting agitators yes. well, is a very telling. And then here today it comes out in the news that... Uh, the police found ammunition on the grounds of the Capitol. Everybody, Wonderful. Yeah. everybody is pretty sure that that the ammunition was probably planted. Yeah, no kidding. By the right wingers or the Tea Party. No doubt. It was, uh, no doubt. Forty-one rounds of uh, twenty-two caliber hollow point. So I guess that implies that there's probably nine rounds sitting in a twenty-two revolver somewhere. Well, and, you know how many police are up there running around? I mean, oh yeah. it's oh, unbelievable yeah. how All many police, police are, there. are up at the Capitol protecting our esteemed governor. What were, does that tell you? There were DNR the, wardens up there. I mean, The Capitol is probably the safest place in the world right now because, okay, you have police, you have firefighters, you have EMT, you have nurses, and there's even some doctors up there. Always and, known uh, as a really rowdy, aggressive, violent bunch. Yeah. They actually and, yeah. had to call the police twice on this rally. Uh, one was a health condition. The other one was someone fell, I believe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah. oh, yeah, there's, ooh, yeah, watch 100, out. 100,000 people protesting last Saturday, and that's yeah. it. You know, it's... Yeah, this ain't this ain't the yeah. hay market, right? Right, and, right. And you know what? The the police are really friendly to the protesters. You you say hi to them in, in the Capitol, and they're kind of like, how are you doing? And they're kind of like... Yeah, you know, they give you this sort of, yeah. I'm doing my job, can't, yeah. I can't comment, I'm in your form, and, you know, right. but they're totally on your side. I, I've got to tell you, yeah. I've, talked to, I've talked to a lot of the police officers. I tried to interview a couple of them for the podcast who were stationed in front of the governor's office in front of the East Wing, and they would not talk to me on microphone. But once I turned the <laughs> microphone off, they would talk to me. Um, but they were very nice. They're from Appleton and Green Bay, even, and they had been Home working the John Society. like 12-hour shifts. <laughs> Founding were... member, one of the Coke, <laughs> exactly. Coke's daddy. They were... Again, referring to 105 yeah they were very busy but they were cordial and they had felt like the crowd was nothing but respectful and me um i'm kind of an anti-authoritarian guy and i have you know it's it's hard to be surrounded by police and yeah and it makes me a little edgy yeah. and uh, cops make my ass ache <laughs> i gotta, I gotta a little say nervous. yeah and uh i i, I actually relax a little bit when um after i was inside the capitol quite a bit too back before they did the lockdown on sunday to try to constrict everyone out of the capitol and there were mm -hmm. thousands and thousands of people this was a really wonderful experience and i can't wait till the capitals reopen and this happens again like this saturday but mm -hmm. but yeah. the the police who were off duty were marching back and forth with cops for labor signs yeah and they marched right on through the center of the rotunda and right yeah. on back through and yeah it was it, it's been <sighs> a remarkably emotional experience to be surrounded by that many people who have a vested interest in what's going on and i gotta say um I'm really truly mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. Oh, this is absolute. Bullshit. <laughs> so this absolutely. is bullshit in the first degree. <laughs> so, there is no yeah. reason for this. This state has had one of the best progressive records, one of the best labor records Bob in LaFollette. the United States. Mm. Absolutely right. And the fact is, okay. So I have to move back a little bit because <laughs> you know one of the things that, you, and of course, another episode that that uh, we discussed, Ronald Reagan. And, of course, his 100th birthday came up. And it was, well, what, what is the legacy of Ronald Reagan? Well, so one of the reasons our podcast went so long is because <laughs> it's pretty goddamn hard to define. Hard to tell. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, one of, the, one of those things is the fact that, you know, he fired all the air traffic controllers because they went mm -hmm. on a legal strike. He has an airport named after him. So from that point <laughs> on, all we've had is this, 
Well, isn't it common knowledge? Isn't it common sense that unions are bad? No. No. Unions built this country. Thank them for the weekend. Thank them for the weekend. Yeah. 40 hours yeah. a week. For an eight-hour day. Workers' Thank compensation for, if you're yeah. injured on the job. Child labor laws. Child, which they're trying yeah. to repeal in Nebraska. <laughs> they, yeah. They, yeah. Had, they had an excellent uh, documentary on uh, uh, our public television just uh, this Monday about the uh, Triangle Shirtwaist Factory Fire, mm -hmm. which, you know, occurred. And from that came a lot of this legislation that protects workers from being locked in a ninth story building while it's all on fire and 145 women just burned to death. You know, it's that type of thing. Right, right. You know, so the Koch brothers and their mentality okay. want to completely undermine and take away any kind of representation. This isn't libertarianism. <clears throat> this isn't conservatism. This right. isn't republicanism. It's corporatism. It's plutocracy. No, it's being a fucking warlord. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of warlords, right. here's another one. General Petraeus. Okay, I'm sure you've heard the story about how all these kids were slaughtered recently. Mm -hmm. And... I don't. There's been a lot of articles about how Petraeus is running Afghanistan like a local warlord, except he's got a whole nation backing him up and arming him. Well, that's exactly the kind of mentality that you have here now with these teabag morons, mm -hmm. because they essentially want to just be a local warlord. No, we don't want to adhere to the federal government or Obama or this or anything else, because no, this is all evil. And this is what's making us non-competitive and not number one in the world. Well, believe me, it's a lot more than that. There's a lot more going on than that. Now you're talking about a no-fly zone and... And, and possible military incursion into Libya. Yeah, we need to be in one more <laughs> Middle Eastern country just to spread it a little bit more thin. Well, let me let me bring it back to the Gipper. So at home and across the nation, right. and across the world, it, this is going right. bad fast. So it was David Stockman who was uh, Reagan's initial uh, financial strategist, and they were the ones who developed this whole the supply side economics thing that became voodoo economics, and and their idea was cut short because. Stockman honestly believed that, yes, let's cut taxes on the wealthy, but let's reduce spending. Right. So that got co-opted very quickly. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we, we cut taxes, but then we, let's just keep spending. And this has been the model. And, and he's come out pretty, pretty strongly against what's been going on. And right. I, I think it's like a corporate plutocracy. And, yes. and the idea yes. is oh, yeah. just cut taxes and then, and then just blow money out. I, th I think he referred to the Republicans as the free lunch Republicans, right. the free lunch party, because they, they want to cut taxes and not collect money into the federal budget. And then they want right. the budget to just keep printing money and blowing money. That's like, right. It's How are these people? On trees. Conservatism used to stand for fiscal responsibility. Right. It hasn't stood for that for decades Yeah, now. at least 30 right. years. So I don't know yeah. why you could possibly think you're a fiscal conservative and yeah. a Republican oh, at yeah, the same time. Oh, yeah, your common sense. Oh, God. And, and <laughs> here's something me. else, too. Yeah. Uh, so, so, you know, I ended up talking to my father-in-law recently. And, of course, his response was, well, the free lunch has just got to stop. Okay. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, the free lunch. Who's and free lunch? That yeah. would be uh, GM? Yeah, and, you know, you see Fox News yeah. talking about it's class war what these teachers are doing. No, it's class no. war what these corporations are yeah. doing. Exactly. It, that's know? exactly it. It is class it war is class with these war. corporations. You are right, Fox News. It is class yeah. war. Let's go back to the Koch brothers. 
Okay, so so basically, what you have is the unions have already capitulated, cap- cap- capitulated, and and essentially said, okay, yeah, sure, we'll pay in all this amount. So so essentially, you're not going to have a really a living wage. I already know that I'm not going to have a living wage. Yeah, exactly. Um, because as a public worker, all the public works, everyone said. We'll take it. And he's splitting, he's dividing the University of Wisconsin, which doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people. But if you're in the state of Wisconsin, UW-Madison is going to be a separate campus to all the other University of Wisconsin system. And this is going to be a giant change, and it's going to change the way the university works. It's going to decrease the effectiveness of the right. University of Wisconsin system. Right. I mean, it's, it's what, yeah. which our listeners may not even know is that our our, our Democratic uh, part of the legislature is is on the run in Illinois because they That's know right. if this goes to a vote, the Republican majority mm-hmm. will pass this. Like the you know the they Patriot will succeed Act. at destroying Wisconsin. I'm now, sure that I'm sure that they know that. I'm sure that they know this this the Dem 14 or the Fantastic 14. I've seen some really cool. Someone yeah. took the Fantastic Four logo and made it the fantastic 14 I was right like, cool good on you but um yeah they did run they did run to illinois and and it was to avoid a quorum because when you when you have a fiscal issue or a budgetary issue you have to have 20 members usually it's just 19 so a quorum is a last ditch effort to stall something that you believe is completely wrong and this is exactly what they did and there's a lot of fighting on the internet you know and there's six of them are up for recall in recall movements right now i don't know how many people are going to support those but you know seven republicans involved in this are up for recall right now so right there's a lot of work on recall and this weekend i'm going to go I, and i i hate to let my you know blue blood show so much but i'm going to go work in a phone bank i'm going to call people in districts and i'm going to convince them that they should recall their republican legislator because oh, yeah. they are not oh, working yeah. for the people and i am not in any way saying that at the federal level, the Democrats are working for the people because I do not believe that Democrats no. at the federal level are working for the people. I have met the Democrats working at the state level, and I know that they're working for us. I know that they're taking advantage of the situation for their own political gain, which is yes, their choice. Yes, we understand this. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I do think they actually support the workers because the workers are voting for them at a close enough level where they have to support the middle class. But they went to Illinois, there's 14 of them, and they're not coming back, and Governor Walker refuses to negotiate. And everyone yeah. has said, we accept all your terms, do not take away collective bargaining, do not bust unions. His reasoning for busting unions is to destroy the last bastion of support of the opposing party, which would be the Democratic Party, because right. if you can break unions, you can break all support for your Democrats and all the corporations and there's corporate support for Democrats as well. But if you can bust that union support for Democrats, then you can control basically the government. Right. Yeah. Their effort is to destroy the Democratic Party, but they also want to push wages way down just across the board, not just public workers, but private workers gap going right now. What I was saying when coach Coke Industries bought uh, Georgia Pacific, Cock industries. Yeah. Cock. They they, yeah. they forced retirements. Uh, they put in wage cuts. They demoted people. Uh, they, they whittled down benefits. And, of course, they started to disregard environmental uh, regulation and, and good environment. They, they stopped being a good environmental steward. Well, the- uh, Georgia Pacific, up until that time, had actually... Uh, exceeded the... They had been uh, one of the greener uh, corporations. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Is it any coincidence that the budget that Scott Walker has submitted takes out recycling? Oh, it yeah. It takes out recycling, and it wants to end the phosphorus ban. Right. Which the, uh, oh, yeah. Excessive phosphorus uh, has been screwing up the lakes in Wisconsin, causing these huge algae blooms. Right. And, and, and it, of course, phosphorus is used as a fertilizer, 
But in Wisconsin, you the, can't the, swim in the the, the Madison Lake chain. You can't. Right, but the, the soil in Wisconsin rarely needs phosphorus added to it. But when it's people put it on their lawns, it yeah. goes into our lake chain, and the yeah. lake algae blooms, right. and it, it can sometimes be deadly to animals and to people. The blue algae, especially. Well, and I want to say too to our overseas listeners that um, you know I might you might be listening to this and saying, well, you know, oh, poor United States. Now you're finally going through the same thing that you know we've been going through in the European Union with you know the cutting of benefits and so forth. Hey, believe me, Tank Riot has always been in support of those because, mm-hmm. you know, of those strikes and demonstrations because, yes, we are all literally in the same boat, regardless of where you are geographically. We it's are, one planet. It is us and them. If if you lower the bar in the one place, it just makes it easier for them to lower the bar in the other. That's right. That's why you, you need, we need to raise the standards everywhere if we can. Well, th- that would be the way to go. And and we could do this, but again, it's like you have this decaying old structure, mm-hmm. oil-based structure. Um, yeah. United States as policeman or warlord or whatever. Yeah, you got to move past that. Mm-hmm. Is Obama the person to take us there? No, he's not. Well, but he, he's yeah. had, I think, a pretty good attitude throughout this whole you know, thing. If, he's if, better than Sarah Palin. If this, well, no, well, but of course, <laughs> now talk about setting the bar about as low right. as you can. Yeah. yeah. But if if this and let's just let's just look into our magic uh, ball for a little bit. If this backfires on Scott Walker hard enough. And the Tea Party hard enough. I can't believe they got this much traction. Honestly, I'm a little bit shocked at what's been happening. Um, the fact that this happened mm-hmm. in, in the last two months has really blown my mind um, how how strong they are. So if this backfires on him, uh, this is classic of a midterm failure. So you get all these, the, the president gets all these midterm losses and then come the general election, he wins and there's big gains. There right. could be a, a renaissance of his ability to control the House and the Senate. There could be a renaissance of that. Um, Pendleman could swing, but it, it has it, to swing in the favor of the states, too. Yeah. This cannot just be a federal gain well, yeah. because the states are hurting bad. And it's through the, the bad uh, leadership of the Republicans. Well, well exactly so. I mean, it, generally how this has always gone historically in this country is the Republicans spend us into a deficit. And then the Democrats come along, half to tax, and then they always throw it against the Democrats. Well, that you're just, you know, tax and spend, tax and spend. But if you look they, at the taxes they, that the top 1% of this country has paid, they've gone oh, down in the last 20 years. Of course they have. Like, unbelievably. Of course they have. We have to fuel the warlords. Otherwise, right. there's just nothing we can do. And the corporations don't pay taxes. Right. So, you know, most of the top five. You know, what has Scott Walker done? Almost immediately cut any corporate taxes right. for any business that come in. Of course. Because Wisconsin the, is open for business. It's open for business. So and he's going to lure business? businesses here well, it's Coke business. to pay people less yeah. Yeah. to work in a private he's, world with no what's union funny representation. Is, is Illinois apparently raised some tax rate. So Scott Walker has had this pathetic attempt where he got people together to call businesses in Illinois and say, hi, uh, this is Wisconsin. Do you want to move your business here? And, you know, as far as I know, he's got no takers. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah and, you know, and especially now, after the, the whole state's in turmoil, who's going to want to start a business here? Yeah, I, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is the last place you'd want to do it. Because there's going to be a general strike. Also, too, I just want to say, too, to our New Zealand listeners, uh, Tank Riot's thoughts go out to you, especially, you know, considering the uh, devastating earthquake you yeah. suffered yes, very recently. It's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, the the thing that, that amazes me the most about all this is it, it is just 
such a blind attempt to union bust. Mm -hmm. And then on this other side, have these no bid contracts that the governor can sign off on without any oversight right. for power plants. Who will benefit from that? The Koch brothers. The Koch brothers have oh, actually yeah. come up with a statement saying, we're not interested in your power plants. Yeah. And, and if that doesn't tell you they're interested in the power plants, I don't know are. what does. Yeah. Of course they are. I don't know what they, does. They probably have a subsidiary that will be interested mm -hmm. in the power plants. I, I got to say, it, I, it's, it's not just the, uh, the, the issue with the power plants being privatized. There was also a biofuels uh, plan that was going to be implemented at one of the power plants where it, uh, they, you know, burn biofuels instead of just uh, coal oh, yeah. or natural gas. Walker killed that in favor of natural gas. Well, guess who owns the natural gas pipelines? Uh, <laughs> would it be the Koch brothers? Yes. <laughs> I, I heard this joke. It's been so. it's been thrown all around the Internet. Everyone's already heard this already. But uh, David Koch and a tea partier and a union representative are all sitting at a table with a dozen cookies. Yeah. And David takes 11 of them and then yeah. says to the tea party guy. You better watch that last cookie that Union guys wanting to try it. to get it. That, yeah. that, that hits it on the head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, exactly. you, you pit the middle class against each other, basically. These these people uh -huh. are not libertarians. They're not conservatives. They're not Republicans. They're not Tea Partiers. They're warlords. They're fascists. They just want to make the gap between the one percent and you. There is here's here's the myth. There is no middle class. It's not that they're going to use the middle class against the so-called poor. No, we're all in the same group. There's the 1% and there's the rest of us. And that's what they are trying to do. And they are yeah. trying to, to legalize and formalize that gap. So mm -hmm. we're like any country in South America or Southeast Asia or wherever where, yes, you have these people with almost unbelievable palatial wealth and then there's everybody else just trying to scrape by and the myth is that if you do well you could somehow succeed and end up in that palace with all this wealth. oh yes because the one percent <laughs> will definitely invite you to the same table because okay. let's be honest the yeah. pie graph is just infinite yeah you can everyone can have a piece of the pie no horatio elger is a myth right. it's bullshit yeah and, and that's just it scott walker he thinks he's buying into the the one percent where he can get up there. And, he's and, their lackey. I've got exactly. to say, he's their pawn, yeah. and that's why he fell hook, line, and sinker in on the fake fake phone call when the the fake co co God. brother said, "Oh, <laughs> to, when this is all over, I'll fly you down to Cali and show you a good good time." He's and, like, and he, Walker's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I listened to that the, phone call. But, I listened to that phone call. How the Fuck! Did he not recognize that that was not David Koch? That was the worst imitation of a billionaire no I've ever no heard in my entire oh, yeah. life. You Any one of us could have done better. I could have done better. Oh, and yeah. I could have got a and lot more out of him. No and we kidding. <laughs> you you could have got him to say a lot more than you know. He barely even prodded, and it was so like he. I I kept picturing uh, well, an image did, of the Monopoly board character. You know, it's such a bad impersonation. Walker of did most of the talking. Because yeah. basically he's so self-centered and he's just projecting his own delusional but view. I've got to tell you guys, yes. I don't want to make a comparison between Walker and the Gipper, but there is a comparison there because Walker, I do believe, believes what he's doing isn't just 
as a, a tool for billionaires, but is the way I think he believes in the myth of the supply side economics, the the spend economics, the private yes. sector, the, the invisible hand of the a, a rising, market, a rising tide cool is yeah. all boats. I do yes. think he actually believes this stuff, yeah. and that is what makes him even more dangerous because he will not back down. Because if he did, yeah. then he wouldn't. If it did backfire, it would be because he didn't follow through. Historically, the idiot who believes his own rhetoric is always one of the most dangerous. Exactly. He's believing in ideology, and the facts are irrelevant to him. That's right. Yeah. Because it's just, it's isn't it, isn't it a given, gentlemen, that unions are bad? Isn't it a given <laughs> that all these things... And, and But th- this is yeah. what's been going on. I yeah. mean, when we talk about the, not. the so-called immigration problem in, Amer- in America, you know what? There's been an immigration Since problem. The first white you, man. You, can't, you can't see this because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm doing huge air quotes. But... <laughs> You know, we're a nation of immigrants, but it's comfortable if you can um, allow them in and use them as virtual slave labor that can't unionize. But when it comes down to, oh, my God, you want benefits, you you actually want something for your children who are citizens. Oh, my God, that's just horrible. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's and that's the thing that this 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 country has a shameful history with uh, how it deals with what the ruling class considers the underclass. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. if they're Native Americans. I don't care if they're African Americans. I don't care Librarians, if they're the immigrants or, yeah, yeah, or nurses or nurses Irish or whatever. Teachers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you're just supposed to believe this rhetoric that, no, I'm common sense and I'm Midwestern. These people are a disgrace to Midwestern populism and common sense. They yeah. do not represent what I think what I have grown to know mm-hmm. as the true middle middle Western, middle class, common sense. Exactly. What Scott Walker is doing to Wisconsin, he might as well uh, outlaw the Green Bay Packers. He might as well ban <laughs> Good cheese. Good luck with that. Yeah. You know, no he might yeah. as well make it a dry state. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, Good and, luck with I all mean, of those. Yeah. I mean, the, what he's doing is essentially the equivalent of those things but in the labor law area, in the education area, in the Medicaid so, area. But he's going to cut Medicaid. Now, now, gentlemen, bear with me because I don't want to be one of these teabaggers that has the Hitler-Stalin signs and so forth. But I'm simply going to make the analogy that historically people like this have always used what is known as common sense or commonly understood stereotypes mm-hmm. to their advantage. So you can always attack mm-hmm. the welfare mother, the person who's got the food stamps and 12 different accounts and is driving a Cadillac and whatnot. Or you can mm-hmm. say, well, this, the fat state lazy worker at DOT who's taking mm-hmm. their union mandated break when you've waited 20 in line to get your license renewed or whatever. This is the, or the teachers who have the summer off or whatever. Well, any teacher that I know is working summer and mm. anytime they have off to yeah. make ends meet. And th- yeah, but, my wife has some time off in the summer. Yeah, but they work but their she ass also, off during the school year. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> but she also goes back to school during the summer and takes a couple classes every year. Um, and yeah, she might leave work at 3.30 some days. Maybe she leaves work at 5.30 other days. But you know what? She's at her desk at home Grading papers usually till nine nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, uh, just about every weeknight. Right, and it's a lot of work. I don't know yeah. why anybody well, would do that job. It's it's no, much harder no. than my job. I it, have to it, admit, it is utterly thankless. And and I, I just want to make this point: 
uh, as we've mentioned um, in directly or indirectly in other podcasts, uh, Victor and Tor uh, have um, two kids apiece. I yep. myself, Sputnik, do not have any kids, but I have never, ever complained about a tax raise uh, for property taxes or anything that went to the school districts because, oh my God. Okay, so let's say you're a right wing nut. Teenagers are already stupid. I mean, yes. <laughs> let's, yeah, oh my God. I work, I work with the younger get. generation, and God, we need schools. <laughs> we need better schooling. We need schools so bad. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. It's I awful. Had, I had a college student today ask me if I knew where Turan was or what Turan was. I'm oh. like, are you serious? And they were quizzing me because none I, of them I, I knew. Get these, I get these kind of questions all the time, too. And, and I was like, like are oh, you serious? You're in college. The you're fucking in college. capital of Iran. You don't know that? <laughs> Eight million people live there, and you don't know that. So, <laughs> so it just it just it just amazes me. We we have to. What is the role of a government? Okay, yeah, you know, you put in some money, and it goes for the common good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that includes education, healthcare benefits, and so forth. And yes, even a common descent, a common defense, but not one <laughs> that is totally out of control. And I do want to throw in a shout out for the book by Ted Ledbetter, Unwarranted Influence, which goes into great detail into uh, the Eisenhower speech about the unwarranted influence of the military mm-hmm. industrial complex. It's an excellent book, and it goes into all the context of how there have been people in this country from day one who have said, look, we have got to separate corporations and the military mm-hmm. and our political branch from being so intertwined. Yeah, yeah. there was a there was a Republican you could agree with. You know, another Republican. You know, I like Ike. I've heard a lot of people saying that, uh, yeah. you know, they're all upset about these Democrats. They should all be... Fired and and they're they're doing punitive damage. You know they're they're punitively attacking them. If finding you've been them, reading, yeah. they're finding them. They're taking away their parking spaces and their printer privileges. And oh, they're they're going to supervise no. their staff so they can fire their staff. Erpenbach, I gotta give it to Senator Erpenbach. He gave power attorney to his staffers so that they could pick up his check for him. <laughs> wow! <laughs> because they, they, wow. they have to come in and pick up their check. And and he's like, yeah, you can have power attorney and you you'll pick up my check for me. They're they're really fighting this. Abraham Lincoln himself did it in 1840. He jumped out of the Capitol window on the second floor to avoid a vote. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just corn it, busting's it, a it, long history. It, it's not something that they wanted to do, but it's something they felt they had to do because Scott Walker and the Republicans were trying to ram this through as quick as possible. They cut off the public debate so it couldn't be talked about. And they knew there was a lot of facts about this bill that needed to get out into the public. Mm -hmm. And as it turns out, a lot has gotten out into the public. Well, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel in like five days has completely changed its stance. They supported him. They were like, oh, these are tough times. We have to do this. Times are tough. And then they were like, oh, wait a minute. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) We've actually read this now. All the polls now are it's usually at least 60% of the people are in favor of uh, killing the bill, essentially. I heard, I heard Fox News, or, or I, I can't say this is Fox News. I heard someone cite that a poll was invalid because some of the people polled were union members. I'm like, what the fuck? Can you only pull non-Americans now then? Union and that members would make it a good poll? are part of the society, too. And yeah, I mean, it's that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, I've always been one of these people that no matter how much I disagree... Mm-hmm. With a particular stance, I always look at it as price for free society. 
But, my <laughs> God, you got to draw a line somewhere. <laughs> yeah. And I heard that Anonymous had driven, drawn a line in the sand about the Koch brothers. First, I heard that they were going to fight the Westboro Baptist Church. And yeah. then I heard that that was a ploy of the Baptist church to lure them into lawsuits because right. that's how they operate. And right. and then I heard that Anonymous was taking them on anyway because they're like, oh, well, yeah, fine. And, you want to play like that? We're, we're talking about the Westboro church that... that uh, God uh, hits fags, God according, hits to fags them. according to them. God uh, soldiers... Funerals. Yeah, they're they're the yeah. bottom of the barrel, and right you, but, above but, Scott but, Walker. But, but even or and, <laughs> and I work right by a, a hospital, which and as I've said, I've had way too much time in in both of these hospitals. Great food, and actually the food is not bad in either one. And and I would have to say the quality of care was excellent in both. But one of these for now. Has, Wait till there's sixty patients per room. Yeah, yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> It's but and and there's always these you know anti-choice protesters right, that right. are out in front of their with but, their fetus posters and even you know even them as much as I disagree with them because my God they re- what they want to get to is that even if the if the woman's life is in danger or it's rape or incest you, you by all means have that baby you you are reduced to nothing but a, a bipedal breeder right. Well, you, I still yeah. say, okay, price of a free society, price they get of free to talk. speech. You, you should just talk louder if you disagree with it. I mean, that's how it works. Yeah. That's that's how it I works. Did, yeah. But, you know, hidden in this Walker bill, and I'm a proponent of women's rights and, you know, birth control rights, uh, is giving the insurance companies an option not to fund birth control. So uh, yeah, that's insurance right. companies yeah. oh, can by all means. no yeah. longer... Not even if, condoms. Yeah. Not even <clears throat> yeah. condoms. I mean, so now yeah. we're, we're What actually, insurance company is not going to take oh, that offer? Oh, we don't have to cover something? So what are we... Ka-ching. The, are we the Vatican now? I mean, yeah. I know that when, when Kennedy was He's, running yeah. back in 1960, he was like, oh, well, he'll be taking orders directly from the Pope. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, are, well. are we doing that now? Or, mm-hmm. or is it... No, is it just these Protestant evangelical twats? Well, Walker is a born-again Baptist, and, and that's probably why that's in oh. the bill. Yeah. Super, mm-hmm. super. Well, he also wants to ban uh, embryonic stem cell research in oh, Wisconsin. Yes. Because that we learn. Oh, because then, then, then we'll just have these these women uh, breeding uh, just to have these stem cells instead of yeah. in cases of rape or incest or their own health. It'll be for profit and right. right. That's their job and. But of course, once we have all the babies, we're not going to try to help them through Medicaid or no, 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 education, no, that nothing would be like wrong. that. That would be wrong, Tor. Did we mention that it's roughly nine hundred million dollars he wants to cut from uh, school aids in the next budget? I mean, it's a ton of money. So, all I, you know, Tor, yeah. I I just like to say, if you have suffered under this somewhat global trend. Yeah, and it is in many other states. Please let too. us know, well, at fe- or or overseas. At, please let us know at feedback at tankride.com. If you're a right-wing <clears throat> fucknut and you would like to sound off, let us know at feedback at tankride.com. We'll probably publish it and laugh about it, but whatever. You know, I'd like to say that it, it was John Kennedy who said, and this was in 1960, our labor unions are not narrow, self-seeking groups. They've raised wages, shortened hours, and provided supplemental benefits. Through collective bargaining and grievance procedures, they brought justice and democracy to the shop floor. So, I mean, these aren't greedy, 
And, and yes, the the labor unions, as they coalesced into a larger group, have had problems. They have had scandals. But, you yeah. know, look at Wall Street. Look at the scandals. Look at the debt that's been created recently. But let's back up a little bit. Labor unions were created a long, long, long time ago, first in Europe, then eventually in America, you know, out of guilds and out of all kinds of, you know, trade unions and people mm-hmm. just getting together to get out of 17-hour workdays and, you know, crippling mm-hmm. poverty to give themselves some voice in their workplace, which actually worked. And yeah. and as Sputnik and, was saying, we don't have a chance to get into the entire history of all the coal strikes and all the mine strikes and all the different strikes and, and the violence and Haymarket, all the different ways that yeah. workers were abused. And, right. yes. you know, back in 37, where they took over GM and all these different right. things that have happened yeah, time and time it's again. It's not just paying benefits the unions negotiate. It, it's uh, hours worked. It's working conditions. Exactly. And, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And the idea was you're making millions off of this product and it should funnel to the people. But there is no voice for individuals in uh, this democracy, but corporations have voices. Corporations have heads. You have right. lobbying. You the corporate lobby is working very hard for the corporate interests and to cut down these things and to cut down the working class. And when unions first showed up in the forties and fifties and started to get some power, they were an organized group of people that took you know half of one uh, percent of your pay as a uh, effort to go to the yeah yeah you, you actually did pay to be in a union generally and you paid a small chunk of your wage to be in that union but then they lobbied for you and they lobbied for your oh, efforts yeah. and they got you vacation time and they got you sick leave they got you maternity leave they did all these things for workers right. and and we are fucking assholes if we're turning our backs on unions at this point this is a this is one of the few <laughs> proud aspects of our national history, and and I yeah. and I, I do have to say that it goes much farther back than than the forties or fifties. Oh, seventeen hundreds back when, in when Europe. You're, when you're talking oh, yeah. like the Knights of Labor or the Wobblies right. or any of these people, I mean, they put that oh, shit yeah. on the line. Yeah, you know, and that that is what turned this country from just using. Oh well, um, if we can't use African Americans anymore, then we'll just use the immigrants, or we'll use uh, people in Malaysia or wherever. This is the trend that should be reversed, right. and this is the thing yeah. that continues to this day. That sad, disgraceful history that goes far back. Mm-hmm. In, in this country, which is supposed to be the shining light, this mm-hmm. Jerusalem. Yeah, and it's not. It's no. not. We, we we scrape away. And and the other thing, and anyone who thinks that public employees are just sucking off the government teat and not working, I mean, we've worked our asses off for yeah. years, and, and these pay cuts are constant. And we've been on furloughs for years. Yeah. So the last couple of years yeah. have been furloughs where I, I take a day off where I actually work, and it's a furlough day where I'm not supposed to work, but I have to work because I have to get this shit done. Right. We've so been I taking work the pay cuts. It, and I don't work, and I sign off as a day where I'm not working, and it's a complete, you know... Here's here's, another, here's another group I, I, was, <laughs> I was talking to. So I was talking to a couple of people that I know who are, work for the U.S. Postal Service. And of course, now the, yep. the new thing is, okay, we'll stop Saturday delivery because you, you get mail Monday through Saturday, but not on Sunday. Okay. So they want to drop Saturday delivery because yeah. they want to cut out all these people. Because okay. we're aggressing society. We're going backwards. Right. <laughs> so you have less people, but do you think that mail is going to stop? For those two days, no, you're going to come in yeah, Monday with a fucking there. mountain of with it, a shit ton of work and you on got Monday. less people. But that has been the trend: yeah. less uh-huh. people, the same, more if work. not more, service level. Mm-hmm. And I talked to some postal workers, and they're totally behind the the union people, and 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they're they're upset with Walker too. One thing I'd point out is back in the sixties, there was this rift in labor unions where you had the new left, you had the rise of the new yes. left, the new uh, they they didn't believe so much in unions and they didn't understand the shop floor idea right. of unionism and the unions hated them too i mean i think it was george meany who said some really heinous stuff about the new left well <laughs> um the union... it was kind of a rift in the party basically uh where they didn't understand each other or work together mm-hmm. unions like any other organization <clears throat> over time are going to go through their ups and downs now you're going to have organizations that um, you know, have, have, have had legal problems or political problems or rifts or, you know, however you want to phrase it. Uh, and what you're discussing is, you know, essentially, well, you know, these people were looking at the unions and saying, well, that's what my my dad was in exactly. or my grandfather. Exactly. But, you know, do we really need that? Yes. Yeah, yes, you, you need it. If you want to improve it, then you take those ideas and you put them on the union ticket. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the, the point is you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm-hmm. you know? And, and the fact is, is that it's just become this, and I'm air quoting again, common knowledge that mm-hmm. unions are bad mm-hmm. and they just are as bad as management and they just suck money off the workers and blah, blah, blah. Is that true? Yes. In some cases it is, mm-hmm. but there's been a lot of reform. The fact is, you do yeah. not throw away your right to collectively bargain. Now, if it were, if 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 Scott Walker had phrased it that you know we have a huge deficit and we need people to kind of pitch in, and you know, and and put it out for the discussion mm-hmm. and debate and so forth, the Wisconsin's people, all about that. People, they this state would oh, have yeah. thrown in and not thought twice and said, "Hey, man, whatever we can it do to help." Would have bent over backwards. And... Exactly. Instead, mm-hmm. we were bent over backwards. <laughs> Yeah. So and he, he that's the other thing with Walker. He doesn't know how to manage people. No. No. And it's the, it's just it's just Dick Cheney. Well, I'm coming in with this business mentality and Can't you see? I'm right. I'm Scott Walker. Yeah. Okay, walking across water and <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just it's but, it's just amazing because this the Koch brothers to, to get back to that little nugget. You know, this country has faced <laughs> and failed against a lot of real threats to its democratic principles. The Koch mm-hmm. brothers are probably one of the biggest in many, many, many years. And not just oh, yeah. for these United States, but globally. Right. Because right. this kind of mentality is not just in Wisconsin. It is not just in the United States. It is in the European Union. It is in China. It is in Russia. It is in all these fucking places. They're extremely... I mean, Anti-democratic. That's, that's part of the point about them not paying taxes is, you know, the, the Democrats and the Republicans fear enforcing this kind of uh, restriction on these corporate entities because, wow. well, they'll move to China or they'll move to whatever. They'll move this, their offices yeah. and their... I, I've said this before on other podcasts, and I will say it again, and I will continue to say it. The left in this country needs to seriously nut up. And hopefully this will get them to nut up, but we'll see. But guys, I don't believe it will because I, I no. honestly think, and I don't want to be tragical here, but uh, I, I honestly think that, that this is the strike against labor, and labor is a very weak T at, at the moment. I mean, if I'm, if I'm in a workplace, I want my right to collectively bargain. When you're talking about the international stage and the national stage of the political arena, um, there's very little influence from the SEIU, the AFL-CIO. Great people, great organizations, honestly, at the moment. But they are far, far, far uh, 
overblown and just outnumbered by the corporate lobby interests that are right there in the think tanks in Washington, D.C., controlling the government uh, with corporate lobbying. And I am not a conspiracy nut, and this is fucking true. And I am swearing a lot more in this episode than I would like to, but I use it for emphasis. I am a sailor. I'm not. I think I've been fairly consistent. I have used the word fuck and cocksucker liberally throughout many of our podcasts. And I would just earn because they are the new frontier. You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see uh, retail and restaurant workers start to organize. Oh, 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 don't. I've already called Ed Lump at the Wisconsin Restaurant Association because they support Scott Walker. And so the Roman candle on. I, I couldn't get him to give me uh, any anything on. Uh, <laughs> we're getting very little uh, message from that group, but uh, <laughs> the Roman Candle is a restaurant on Williamson Street. It's a pizza place, and right. and they decided in the great tradition of Willie Street to pull themselves out of the Wisconsin Restaurant Association until they take a stand against Scott Walker. And nice, I'm mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. I'm gonna I'm gonna boycott. Anything Koch Brothers from this instance, I uh, have already started looking up every restaurant I know, and I'll be finding out if they're a member of the Wisconsin Restaurant Association before I give them any money and go there to eat. Because I'm fucking serious about it this time, and oh, I'm yeah. I, I, yeah. This, 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 we might lose. I don't care. I'm so mad that I will be protesting. Um, when my daughter was when the when the teachers called in sick and and they canceled school for those three days, I brought my daughter and her friend whose mom um, had to work, I brought them to the Capitol and we protest. And I showed them what it was all about. And I taught them about what's going on. And I swore a lot less that day. But I spent all of those days up at the Capitol. And when they strike again, I'll go again. And I will take all my sick leave and all my sick time that I can to go be there as a part of this because I support it. And I'm going to put on pressure however I can, in whatever way I can, to attack these people in any way I can, economic or otherwise. It strikes at the very basis. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've seen this for years, and we've commented on it for years, in fact. Yeah, we've always been going circle. We've been circling the drain for years. Yeah, Yeah. and and this this is like, oh my God, (laughs) here it is. You've got nowhere else to go. Right. You've literally got nowhere else to go. And and, uh, I, I am proud of this state. By and large, and I'm proud of the people in it and the tradition, the progressive tradition that it has had. And I hope that we do go on strike if this crap uh, passes. Mm -hmm. And I hope that Scott Walker is recalled January of 2012. You have to be in office as governor for a year to get recalled. Yeah, we can't recall him yet. But I hope hope however this goes, he is recalled. Mm -hmm. Whether it passes or doesn't pass... We Recall, do not need this mentality. Must right. be removed from office. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. This is absolutely ridiculous. But the way America works, he'll likely be a presidential forerunner. Oh, God. <laughs> you know Obama. what? No, I, I think his political career is screwed thanks to the uh, Buffalo you know, Beast and that prank phone call. You guys know but, he's a he wash out of uh, university, right? Yeah, right. And right. He you didn't know graduate. He ran for president of the student association there at the university and he illegally campaigned. 
Wow. <laughs> and nice. It, and it, it, he illegally campaigned by campaigning in places where he wasn't supposed to. And wow. Even after he was told not yeah. to. It's it's just this kind of mentality. He's, that he's like I our new Joe McCarthy. I found he's a picture a of him. I found a picture of him from high school with a mullet. This awesome mullet. Oh, wow. Wow. And uh, he's called Scott K. Walker. The Desperado. <laughs> wow, man. From wow. high school. It was probably a nickname he gave himself. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure because he had no friends. I'm the Desperado. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I, I got a story. I got a story. A few days ago, uh, last week sometime, the Capital Times published a story about how the Coke Lobby Group uh, opened an office yes. in Madison, which Sputnik has uh, already mentioned. And, uh, of, of course, you know, they're probably the ones who wrote the bill, for all we know. Um, <laughs> no, I actually know who wrote the bill, and they were very upset while they wrote the bill. Actually, they had yeah. to they had to legal do the legal writing of the bill. Hold their nose. Can you imagine here. holding your nose wow, while writing wow. that thing? I'm like, there's worse. I, I, you oh, could always man. quit. You could always deliver... Newspapers for a living. Yeah, somebody else will wow. do it, but wow. it, it doesn't have, it doesn't to, be have me. to be me. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Okay, so anyway, the uh, Capital Times, they actually listed the address uh, of this lobby office. So I'm like, well, the very next day I thought, let's go check it out. It was in an office building uh, about seven floors up. And so I went up there, and there was um, one protester up there already. Big six and a half foot guy he had a big you know poster board in one hand and an american flag in the other and he's just kind of pacing in front of the office and so i walk up to him and i say uh is this the office he's like uh yeah that's it right there but they, they won't they won't let me talk to him i'm like is there anybody in there and he's like yeah there's one guy in there but he won't come out. He's hiding. <laughs> so I'm like, oh and God. then he goes on to say that, yeah, someone from another office came out and asked me what I was doing. And, you know, I told him, but then he said he was going to go call the cops. So the cops are coming. I'm like, oh, okay. So anyway, sure enough, up the elevator comes a Madison police officer. Wow. And this is, a, he appeared to be a Jamaican guy. He kind of, he had drags. He's real easy going. He was mm-hmm. like, Hey, man, uh, what's going on here? And, you know, so the other guy's like, well, I want to talk to these guys. You know, they're the part of the, you know, Walker thing. And so he's like, the police officer's like, well, you know, I'm police. I'll go in there and I'll see if they want to talk to you. But if they don't, since it's a private company, they don't have to. And then I'm going to have to ask you to leave. So we're like, okay. And uh, so, you know, Jamaican guy goes in the office and then uh, this her, his partner comes up, which is kind of a uh, five foot tall, uh, you know, pistol of a female cop op- officer. You know, so she's, she's kind of tough. And uh, so she goes in there. Like too. Oh, I'm sorry, Lacey. <laughs> so, so she goes in there, too, and, and talks to the guy and uh, so they come out and they say, well, he's not even one of the employees. He's just watching the office and this and that. And then a third protester arrives. You know, the, the three of us, we don't know each other. We're just all there because <laughs> this is the source of the problem, you know? <laughs> so, so she's trying to explain him. He doesn't even work for him. And so I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Anyway, but the other guy, the big six foot, six and a half foot guy, he's getting angry. Kind of, I really need to talk to him. Can't you just have him talk to me? She says, no, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And she starts getting kind of stern. And uh, and I could tell she's starting to get a little bit angry. So, so I said, I understand. And finally, he understood, too. So uh, we all agreed to get in the elevator and, and leave. So the three of us, we get in the elevator. 
talking, you know, as the elevator goes down and, uh, you know, about the protests and everything going on. And then we hear the female cop from through the elevator door. She says, I can still hear you push the button. And we're like, oh, I thought the other guy pushed the button. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're like, like, that cop <laughs> chick was... Yeah, no, so we're like, oops, sorry. I'm just thinking we're the stupidest protesters ever. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of drum circle hippies. Don't you know how an elevator works? Yeah, we're just standing in an (laughs) elevator that it's not going anywhere. But we didn't know it was a new building. Thought it just ran that smooth, but... But but there was there was it wasn't me, but there was another guy standing next to the button button board, and he didn't push anything, and we didn't check whether or not he did. Well, you know, emotions yeah. are running high. You're just yeah, you know, you're getting right, farther but, than you figured, and you, you know, know. So oh, but when the um uh, the Coke lobby office, they etched off. The, the their yes. their title off the like, off of the like door. you're not going to know where they are now yeah yeah so they're totally in hiding bunch yeah. of chickens you know yeah. when uh when the governor was giving his uh, budget speech uh you know the capital mm. they would constricted entrance you know one protester can leave and one protester can go in right only they weren't letting a protester in they were only right. letting them leave and everyone was smuggling in pizza and medical supplies basically like underneath their jackets and stuff like that. And Ian's Pizza on State Street has done a wonderful job in supporting all the right. protesters. And oh, yeah. people around the world have been calling Ian's Pizza and giving them money to donate pizza. So Ian's is making a good amount of money off of this. And right. I'm still really yeah. proud of them um, for well, what they're there, doing. There's been a lot of local businesses that have yeah, really yeah. thrown in. A lot oh, of, yeah. But I'm going to check <laughs> if they're a member of the Wisconsin Restaurant Association <laughs> just to be sure if I right. should be supporting them or not. Right. Like you said, the national polls show that over 60% of people do not favor right. this collective bargaining going away. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet, so... So what I, mean, I was going to say is when the governor yeah. was giving his speech... Um, and they had everything, you know, all locked down. Well, a- another business that uh, is supporting the unions is a union cab. I talked to one of oh. the cab drivers, and uh, but they've been in strong support of the unions. They've been doing all kinds of stuff, like helping shuttle protesters. But they've also they, they ran all their cabs in unison <laughs> oh, around the it. square, and they actually lost a lot of money doing this because they're missing out on cab fares. I can play you right. audio of during it. the normal. I have re- I have recorded a video of them cool. doing this, and uh, yeah. there's these cheers. You know, tell us what democracy looks like. This is what democracy sure. looks like. So the cabs are going around the square, going honk 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 honk, you know, nice. and they're doing it in rhythm, and they're answering each other in honks. Sure. And it was just like it was really a thing. But that's to see. A, that's the point. They had signs to it's, it's the a cab wonderful window. thing to see and be a part of because it's it's oh, an yeah. amazing thing when people pull together. Mm-hmm. And, and Union Cab is a good example of a union and a, a employee owned uh, company. And yeah. and they were featured in a, a special DVD segment of, I believe, Capitalism, a love story, that Michael Moore film, mm-hmm. beca- because they're so exemplary of how you don't have to be a corporate goon CEO pulling the strings of the working people, right. where you can all kind of work together and accept yeah, a decent right. wage and go home and feel good about yourself. Uh-huh. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, it, when when you told that story, it kind of reminded me of a documentary that's out there, um, the parking lot. Oh yeah, the parking lot movie. Yeah. Hey, I just remembered what I was going to say, and I, I want to mention now: when all the protesters were out, and no one could get into the Capitol during the governor's speech. There is a tunnel from the Fred Risser building 
to the Capitol and the governor definitely snuck black suited people in to go up all sit in the balcony while he was giving his speech and do the standing ovations and clap and clap and clap and clap. Party. And, and there were there yeah. in the in the tunnel entrance at the base of the Risser building, there were police stationed oh, blocking people and and harassing reporters who were following it, it's so pathetic them. And so it's, desperate. It's, this oh, is yeah. so a palace guard like yeah. He and, didn't want people protesting during his speech, which is what they would have been no, doing. And there were some they, of the protesters were actually uh, brought to the balcony to watch the speech so they could be arrested and hauled outside afterwards for misbehaving during the speech. Right. Wow. When they turned their back, like one of them was Jewish and she turned her back on him when they gave a fucking prayer in the state capitol building, right. which uh, separation of church and state drives me nuts every time I hear oh, that they do absolutely. this. They do it all the time. But uh, but but that's disorderly conduct. Now standing up and applauding—that's disorderly conduct as well. But you don't get arrested and hauled no. outside. No, you don't. It was don't. an excuse to pull some protesters and remove them it's, from the building. It's so ridiculous. It's so draconian. Yeah. and yeah. very upsetting. I mean, the only thing that Scott Walker hasn't done is burn down the Capitol like the Reichstag. <laughs> it's yeah. Good thing it's made of marble. The only thing that yeah. can marble apparently is blue painter's tape because it can still burn though. <laughs> because in an effort to get rid of the the people, uh, they're they're claiming seven point five million dollars worth of damage from the protesters yeah. being in the building well, from painter's tape. Our Capitol already <laughs> did burn once. So. I know I mean, that's yeah, true. The, the poor one, eagle died. The, Previous yeah. capital, Old Abe. <laughs> and that's Old why Abe. we have the capital we have today. But y- you know what about the whole? Okay, so some painters tape might leave a little it mark. Doesn't <laughs> right. That's why it's called painters tape. That's why painters use it. <laughs> but you know what? I have been in the capital since I have been a little boy. You know, and did the tours, sure. just wandered around and looked at the paintings and all that stuff. I have never felt the soul of democracy, yeah. the soul of Wisconsin, like I have during these protests. Absolutely. It was when there were thousands Absolutely. of people this, inside. The Capitol has come alive. Absolutely. So even if it did get some damage, it's worth it because it's a scar that it can be proud of. I've never seen forever. the Capitol Square. I've never seen the Capitol yeah. on the inside like this ever in my life. It's it's an amazing experience and it's an amazing it amount is. of people. And I will be back there every opportunity I get. I know there's a giant rally. We'll see if this gets posted by Saturday. But hopefully this Saturday's rally will be big, bigger than last Saturday's, which was bigger than the last Saturday's. Oh, yeah. And they're just going to get bigger yeah. until it turns into something worse. I mean, I I yeah. have been to the Capitol since I was a little boy like you, Tor. I just was a little boy farther back. And I can remember <laughs> mm-hmm. when, uh, you know, State Street would just be filled and the Capitol Square would just be filled with Vietnam protesters. Yeah, and, they're saying and, this was the biggest protest since the Vietnam era. Yes. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I mean, this this is pulling in people from all walks of life. So, you know, this is mm-hmm. this is the squeaky wheel getting the grease. This is very much a minority of people that and we've talked about the Tea Party and we've talked about how libertarianism has been, you know, and that's that's something I would like to hear about is you know, libertarians who are listening to this and or Republicans or conservatives who are saying um, you know, this isn't what I thought libertarian, conservatism, Republican was all about. Maybe you need to take back your party. 
Mm-hmm. And if you got some thoughts yeah. on that, please let us know at feedback at tankright.com. I'd much rather deal with actual yeah. reasoned Republicans and actual reasoned yes. libertarians. And I suspect oh, yeah. our listeners contain a bunch of them. Maybe yes. they didn't get through this episode. We'll see. Maybe maybe they yeah. just, <laughs> just are, like, oh, are biting down on a pencil of... <laughs> trying to get through this <laughs> Fat state episode. workers. Yeah. I'm just trying to listen to this on my long commute. <laughs> we, get, we get a lot of emails about this. I go on a long commute or I'm driving them long ways. Yeah. It's Hope like, you don't drive off a well... cliff. But if you did get to this point, I do love like rational Republicans, I mean, Dwight Eisenhower type Republicans, hell, even fucking Richard Nixon Republicans at this point. Yeah. But I yeah. do not, you know, the spend and 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 don't tax Republican, you're retarded and you're yeah. wrong. Oh. And you're, 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 you're digging the, the hole deeper, yeah. and deeper, you're, you're and deeper and deeper. Digging the hole. Yet, yet you will not touch the military budget, and yeah. we'll always go for whatever military adventure we might have on yeah. the horizon. Military adventurism right. is not really a no, good plan. That, that's just that's just fine. And, and then the uh, Republicans and the you know Washington D.C. they just extended all the oil subsidies to all the oil companies. Oh, super. because right. super. well. Yeah, so I mean, because yeah. you know you have to. Yeah, I mean, and then they're cutting budget everywhere else. Where you know, meanwhile they want, in the they Middle East, the corporate... everyone is just saying, "Hey, you know, let's throw out these goods." <laughs> and yet we're just like, "Oh, but uh, uh, hey, elections have consequences." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, they do. <laughs> wow. Thanks, Doctor Obvious. Maybe recalls will be have consequences. <laughs> yeah, recalls as well. have consequences too. I mean, yeah. that, that's just the thing is that in the end, you can't just stay in the heat of the moment. You can't just be emotional at this time. No, the, you you keep you have to keep going to these marches. You have yeah. to keep you know if they have a recall, mm-hmm. which yeah. I hope they do, regardless of how this goes. You know, oh, you, yeah. you have to keep going. You have to stay involved. I, I guess my point to our listeners would be, and I really appreciate all our listeners writing us. We got lots of emails about this. We got lots of people wanting to hear our perspective. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our perspective. We were a little low on facts, but you know what? The facts are all over the internet. You can find out that yeah. you know seventy thousand people are going to yeah. lose Badger Care. You can find yeah. out about the millions of dollars and the millions of cuts that are being you know thrown at the University of Wisconsin, taking two hundred fifty million in cuts. There's right. there's giant devastating cuts everywhere in the public sector and this is an attack on the working class and so look it up but if you do support our beliefs or support the unions support what we're talking about you should be rallying in consensus wherever you are if you're in minnesota yeah if you're in uh ohio ohio indiana's facing this indiana's closer than we are at this point this is absolutely not limited to wisconsin this is a nationwide the Koch brothers are coordinating this, you know, nationwide. It, it's a it's a national trend. If you have a cheese hat, to kill go wear it at your capital this Saturday. And there were people wearing cheese heads in, I think, I know. New York City I or know. New Jersey. So, hey, all right. We don't have to wear them here because <laughs> no, that'd be redundant. <laughs> yeah. Although people do. Uh, but but I got to tell you, um, it, it was like lighting a fire in me. I haven't been this upset in years, and this is not going to go away. I am no. not going to all of no. a sudden forget about this in two weeks. I'm not going to forget about this in a month. I'm no. not going to forget about this in five months. I'm going to be staying the course, and I'm I'm planning a very hard course for myself of boycotts and In the protests. end, that's the only power you have is your own wallet. <laughs> it, it is, it that, is the, that only the only power you have. That's the only thing that these pinheads recognize. Right, and I'm going to be, I'm gonna be expressing voice. myself. And your voice, too. Yeah. But, but in the end, it does come down to the money. 
Because that's what it's about. It's, that is it's a democracy. It's about. One vote per dollar. <laughs> like so. they said about Christ and Marx, if they didn't exist, you'd have to invent them. And if you're voting in, in Wisconsin, you know, there's a. I know that with all the recalls, there's going to be a lot of votes going on. But I know that the state Supreme Court has Kloppenberg versus a Republican on it. And right. I'm voting for Kloppenberg. I didn't yeah. vote for her in the general, but I'll vote for her now. I'm voting for anyone who's a voice that's disparate from the voices yeah. that are in charge. That'll be the first battle if we can kick Prosser out. Yeah, I'd like to see him leave. Yeah. Republican sympathist, you know. Well, well, it would change. It would change the makeup of the state supreme court. Exactly. It would be a five-four uh, Democrats, five Republicans, four. We're probably boring our international listeners, but hey, you asked for it, you got it. Um, <laughs> right. One thing I totally add is, we promise we will relax in our next podcast and have some fun and talk about something right. yeah. fictional. Yeah, we just, just like democracy in America. <laughs> that's right. Fictional. <laughs> Something that's often yeah. talked about, but never quite gets there. So we hope. I mean, as long as Walker doesn't drop another bomb. But, if something yeah. really weird happens, we might be back with yeah. this topic. But Yeah, because we will keep you updated. And, and really, whatever side you represent, please let us know at feedback at com, and we will listen to it we'll talk about it and that's what we're trying to do because that's what scott walker didn't do is encourage debate you could do some research right. on what a plutocracy is and yeah and uh <laughs> and you know i i do want to hear from our libertarian listeners because yeah I, I don't i mean i've often said that i've been confused about libertarianism not really confused because i i think i have a good idea of what it is i mean is fifty thousand dollars a year a greedy sum yeah. Like, is 50000 too much for you? Like, what do for you someone want with a, a master's degree you know, to have? Yeah. yeah, a master's degree worker, sure. But, I mean, yeah, w- w- what what is too much? I mean, is, yeah. you know, if, if you look at if you look at the wages of the top 1%, I mean, right. I think $27 million is a bit much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, again, I would highly recommend Inside Job. <laughs> yeah. Inside Job is a great documentary, and it just breaks down because it's done by the same people who did the smartest people you know, in the room. I think the corporation is also a really good documentary, and I think Tor yeah. mentioned it in the last episode, yeah, and I, I therefore caught yeah. up with it, which which made me feel good about getting out there and protesting again. It made me realize again the function of unions and the function of representation, and the function of, of corporations is about money. It's not about love. It's not about people. It's not about caring. It's not about schools. It's no. not about education. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's not about investigation no, about or money. the world. It's all just yeah. money. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. looking like the the signs are out there that the corporations are after the schools. They want to privatize all the schools. Right. So and they, social security. So they can make money off of everything. it. Yeah, our pensions funds, the whole works. Because that's the point, <clears throat> is that what America suffers from, what the globe suffers from, is unrestrained unregulated capitalism and this is the result is that you Mm -hmm. find that people and your children and your children's future and your future have no consequence against the bottom line and you know i've heard some people say and i agree with them that you know i know capitalism really i i I really don't have any faith that capitalism is the way but democracy alone is not the way either because democracy and this is the phrase i've heard is could be you know two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner (laughs) and and it can can, it can be that way you need regulation as well you need some form of checks and balances and you know unions provide that to a certain extent but you need your democracy to be wider than just uh corporate interests is is management perfect are unions perfect no no but you can work with them to make it reasonable 
And that's the point is that union membership has been down for decades. Right. This is the end of unions. And this 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 is what we're talking about is that if if you if you don't participate, if you don't get involved and you just think, well, the whole thing's dirty from the top to the bottom. Yeah. I mean, believe me, I'm one of those down to my marrow. But in the end, what else do you have? You have your wallet, you have your voice, and you have whatever group is closest to what you want to see happen. And that's, in the end, all you have. Mm-hmm. And and you, you have to throw in with those things. Otherwise, you do have nothing. And they will steamroll right over you. And mm-hmm. and as, as they've done, I mean, th- there, there have been many... Many examples of this around the globe, too. Again, this is not just the United States. It's 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 coming here now, and we're not trying to say that we we have a copyright on it or that, you know, oh, woe is me, this is the worst thing that ever happened. No, this is a global issue, and it will continue to be so. Because mm-hmm. in the end, look, <laughs> when when they start griping about health care benefits and um, paychecks, do they ever consider what they get paid? No, because, well, we have to stay competitive and we have to do this and we have to do that. Yeah. There's always a reason. There's always some stupid little excuse. Yeah. And for the record, state workers, government workers already pay 100% of their benefits. It's through deferred compensation. It's, this is it's, their money yeah, in the beginning. This yeah, is yeah, the taxpayer yes, money being yeah. stolen like from these evil it's teachers. It's not like you're ripping anyone off. You know, <laughs> that's it's, the deal. It's, it's yeah. a myth. It's, it's the deal myth. we deal we signed up for. Right, is, is that we'd get this benefits and this amount of pay. We're an easy target, and, and, and there it is. You and, know, and he's using yeah. that, and that's how it works. This right. aggression will not stand, man. No. Yeah. It in will the words, not. Of, in the words of the dude, which the is one of the posters. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I got a beverage. <laughs> yeah. So, I know another one. I like. I love the poster that said. Uh, I may disagree with you, but I'm pretty sure you're not Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well said. Yeah, well said. That was a good yeah. sign. Gentlemen, maybe we should wrap up with um, just a slightly different topic. I don't know if you guys well, watched. Oh, I'm sorry, Tor. Here, here's a transitional topic. We'll wind down this. Uh, Great segue, Tor. Th- this is. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, that's fine. Because, I mean, this one's been pretty much, you know, hey, here you are. This is John Connor. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 this, this is, is pretty much from the bunker. <laughs> this is perhaps the first and installment of memos from the office <laughs> and this is one i got today okay and uh and just as a side note scott walker has been threatening to lay off 1500 state workers to balance the budget if he doesn't get his bill passed but even if he does he'll lay off 1500 yeah, workers it's like oh yeah hey man <laughs> but this way yeah. it's their fault uh, <laughs> yeah so um yeah he's probably gonna lay people off anyway yeah right but uh since he, he scott walker is screwing the workers so bad a whole lot of people that are of retirement age have started to retire all across state government. Oh, good move. And it <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> awesome. So they're they're getting out. So today we we received a, a memo from building management. You can't retire. <laughs> no, it's saying because so many people are retiring we're running out of conference rooms to hold retirement oh. parties in. <laughs> Taco yes. salad. Yes. yes. How wonderful right? is that? Because yeah. everyone is just like stampeding. Oh. Yes. You yeah. get those taco tip bars, yeah. you know? Or, oh, yeah, they are yeah. awesome. <laughs> that is so an they're, awesome. They're just trying yeah. to explain. Please be courteous if there's a party occurring after yours. <laughs> 
to, uh, you know, not take the room too long and, you know, nice. talk to management. We'll try to work out a way to find you a room. And now, so it's just like, oh, my goodness. One thing I would like to add is that, and, and I, I will preface this by saying, okay, there will be language that might offend some people, but try to stay within the context of how I'm trying to use this. I'm I'm talking about the, the the fact that like you know GM or Wisconsin or you know whoever has always used well you know if you don't do this if you don't tighten the belt even to the point where it strangles you yeah because um, it's around your throat it's it's it's, it's a tourniquet <laughs> and you've got a you've got a nosebleed so of course we're gonna have to cut off your neck yeah. um the 1972 movie uh, Blazing Saddles mm-hmm. uh, with a great Cleavon Little. There's mm-hmm. a certain point where he's in the town and the, everyone has surrounded him. And the whole point is the governor has appointed a black sheriff just because he's going to offend everybody. <laughs> and they're all there and they've got their pitchforks and they're all ready to kill the new black sheriff. And Cleavon Little, and this is like one of the greatest bits of comedy, but I, I think it's, it's, it's almost transcendental in the message. Is Cleavon Little pulls the gun from his holster and he puts it up against his neck and he and he says in a different voice, "Hold it! The next man makes a move, the nigger gets it." Oh Lordy Lord, he's desperate. Do what he say. Do what he say. Well, that's what these corporations, <laughs> this is what these governments are trying to do. They're saying, "Okay, we're using our own workers as human shields mm. <laughs> to, yeah. to, to to make you do this." And then there's no guarantee they're not going to do it anyways. So I'm sorry for the offensive language, but the fact of the matter is um, I've always found that to be like one of the greatest analogies of how management works. It's like, whoa, if mm-hmm. we don't take these enormous cuts, mm-hmm. you know, all, all these people will have to, their lives will be changed. It's I like, like how no, Scott Walker negotiates. Anyways. We're broke. We're broke. <laughs> Chase broke. What do you expect? Yeah. Chase uh, broke. We're I got to do this. I got to do oh, this. And, hey, and, you know, we've been broke here and there, and our, our debt wasn't even as bad as some of the other states. No, so, no. Was, really. Wisconsin does not have the highest tax brackets on the top income groups. Yeah. Uh, other, you know, we we're going to become we, a right to work state and you know what you know how the education yeah. scores work out in those states you know you know where they rank 50th 49th 48th 47th and 45th you know like and they're all the worst for the record <laughs> just because this this number has been put out there a lot those stats are a little old a few years old mm. so it's a little different now okay. someone's going to email us and nitpick oh, okay. on that <laughs> it's a little different now but right yeah it, well yeah um, and the 140 million in um corporate you know cuts that you know scott walker is giving to corporations to come into the state they're not part of this budget they're they're gonna affect later you know so yeah it's not right. part of this debt it's it's just a different part of the shell game but it is it's, part of the shell game. it is part of the shell game yes it is part of the three <laughs> yeah. card money find the red queen <laughs> yes. find the red queen yeah you won't so yeah um so as i was getting to before to to end on perhaps a lighter note okay all right uh i don't know if you gentlemen watched the oscars last sunday but as always, I always try to really prepare. I watched parts of it, yes. I watched parts of it. I mean, let me say when I when I watch the mm-hmm. Oscars, I have it on in the background. Mm-hmm. I just okay. totally missed it. I was, I don't guess. Ra- which is fine. I was probably raging about Scott Walker at the time. <laughs> which is no, fine. No, I made it home in time. Yeah. So I, I always try to make a point of seeing, a, you know, a lot of the movies that are in contention for best movie. And of course, they, they open the category from five to ten, which is which is good. If you have 10 good movies. If you have 10 good movies, <laughs> yeah. that, that's really what it comes down to. But you know, when you reduce it, then on the other hand, too, you, right, you might right, have five right. that you just totally disagree with. So at least it kind of opens the field up a bit. But 
what I have to say is uh, one one of the movies that I that I saw from from last year that I really really enjoyed was The King's Speech, mm-hmm. and I was really glad to see that that mm-hmm. got honored appropriately. One of the one of the the the, the films that I just can't imagine won an award was and I know I know everyone's going really Sputnik that's the one that bothered you <laughs> okay which well, it was Toy Story three oh no <laughs> because that was one of the okay dude that was a well done film that movie was so hard cheese it was hard cheese but it was really well done but it was like it's the like, stakes uh, did, were high did you see like Babe and then Babe Pig in the City yes okay. Oh my God! <laughs> it's like you have this one movie where you convey all this, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, and then you have Babe Pig in the City, where it's just like, this what? Was like, this was like a classic World War II prison break film. Yeah, it kind of was, but but uh, yeah, and the purple teddy bear was like I Stalin. Know. Well, yeah, and he's, uh, I forgot yeah. the voice, but uh, oh, I know, but yeah. I mean, it, that was yeah. that movie was so fucked up. And and yeah. I, I, I may have mentioned awesome. this in another podcast, but but I'll say it again. It was that uh, Jack Black said that you know they asked all these these people, you know, who do you, what was the, the you know best movie you saw or the you know movie that moved you the most, whatever. And Jack Black said. Toy Story three, without a doubt, I literally cried three times in that movie. Yeah, there's that scene where they're all gonna go <laughs> gonna down go into, into the, the inferno. I'm like, oh my god! And they all hold hands. It was oh my like, god! Oh my god! I wanted to like fucking open my. <laughs> Is vein. this the day the clown cried? <laughs> no, no shit! And it was like, oh my god! <laughs> The day the cowboy that, doll died. But that, listeners, is the Disney influence in Pixar. This is yeah. John Connor. Yeah, this, wow. this got this got heavy. That got heavy. Holy fuck! <laughs> I, I saw Toy Story 3D and and, and I liked it. But I, I guess I didn't get that emotional. Some, oh, some, dude, oh, I was, I was so, losing it. What are you, it, Norwegian? Dude. So may, maybe you lose the emotion in the 3D. I don't yeah. know. I, I bought that. My, my Mrs. Sputnik and I bought that DVD for a Sacred Baby Festival gift for our niece. Uh-huh. And we apologized to our, their parents because you know, she immediately wanted to have it put in. And we uh-huh. watched it and we're like... This is awful. Oh, uh, but they don't get that at that age. They're, you know, I know they it, don't, it, but, but I got it at nine. my age. Yeah, when they're like nine or ten, fine. they get it. Yeah. It's a great culmination of a great series of films. Toy Story is not one of my favorite you know, animated films of all time. But, but, but Victor, I've watched all nine kept... hours of Shoah. <laughs> I've I've watched you know like you know the worst kind of films, and it was like oh my god this is awful and it's masquerading yeah. and that that yeah. listeners is the sickness of Disney that weird underlying you yeah. know what kids yeah you might be happy now but well, shit can happen I made it through funny <laughs> games and I still think that was worse so <laughs> okay yeah. there there are. Our worst cinematic well, experiences. Well, you never know really which movie is going to oh, really you know tear what? you up. You know what? And I was, sorry, really I was sorry that the, the the girl that that was uh, nominated uh, in True Grit did not get it. I am very sorry she that too. Fabulous. She deserved it. She deserved it. But I'm also upset that Restrepo didn't win because mm. I, I'm glad for the one who did win. Yes. But I felt Restrepo was a really engaging film. That was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah, the footage and where they yeah. were and those people that were. You know, but fighting the good fight, and you if, know. if it would have been possible to to award it to both yeah. that and Inside Job, I would have said fine. Yeah, but it's kind of weird that Restrepo was an Inside Job. <laughs> well, yeah, good point, Victor. <laughs> so, Very good point. <laughs> I guess you got to so, take the 
Baby and the bathwater. In any case, <laughs> baby <laughs> and the bathwater. So um, let us know what you think at feedback at tankride.com. We're all going to try to hose off now and calm down. <laughs> and well, thank you for all the mail. Email and otherwise. Email and DVDs to make us laugh yeah. because some people God, had an idea. It. God, that we, we need it. Yeah. <laughs> and you might have, you might send us more now after this episode, but we yeah. promise a turnaround unless there's yeah. more of the same in Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and thank you for all the donations. Yes. We thank do you really very much. It. We really appreciate it. it. Yep. And um, we'll use sandbags. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this podcast, in many ways, keeps all three of us very sane. And so, remember. Yeah. First they laugh at you, then they ignore you, then they fight you, then you win. Then you yeah, win. Gandhi, we're getting Gandhi. there. Gandhi, <laughs> I think we're at the. Then they this fight is John you. Connor. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've actually put that into my Outlook stationery now. This is John Connor, and like nobody gets it. It's like, <laughs> it's like who's this John Connor? Like, oh come on, really? Because, you know, usually, you know, because I work... You should change it to, this is Christian Bale. <laughs> everyone, because I work for an educational institution, institutions, yeah. and everyone always puts in, like, you know, a quote from Goethe mm-hmm. or, you know... Jonathan Schweizer Swift or something. Or, yeah, something. And it's like... Cocksucker. You never read Jonathan Swift. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Fuck you and your fucking You read Bartlett's quotations, you douche. No shit. <laughs> Funnyquotes.com or something. <laughs> It's like you're not even kidding anybody. Exactly. But it was it was funny. Um after um Mrs. Sputnik and I went to see uh the King's speech, we saw this documentary that was on called Britain's Nazi King question mark. And it was about Edward the Seventh. And it was really fascinating because oh, wow. he was the older brother that right. you know abdicated and Because he it, fell in love. He fell in love, but <laughs> it was more or less like Parliament said, "No, this guy yeah. wants to really." I've been watching this um, this uh, documentary series from the UK called "The Monarchy," and it's this spanning history of of the British monarchy. Oh my God, is it fascinating! But huh. you really need a scorecard to keep it all down huh. and say it's like you know. So 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 basically, uh, Anglo Saxons pretty decent. Uh, Norman Conquest, a lot of bad consequences. Um, after that, some ugly shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm summarizing. I'm paraphrasing. It's like of course. reading Anna Karenina, where you need your like list oh, of who Anna the Karenina. fuck everybody yeah, was. Yeah, anything with Tolstoy. It's like, um, and of course, there's this family just outside of Kiev. Where's never my mentioned Tolstoy again. for dummies for dummies? <laughs> <laughs> I really need this. I need it down. really broken people, down. People, people. <laughs> who are these people? Who the fuck is Fru Fru? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just amazing. Um, just gonna keep recording. Okay. So the Oscars, the Oscars were really boring because I I, I think Anne Hathaway and uh, James Franco and I like James I like Franco. Him. I like him a lot. Um, I loved him in Howl, but you know the the. What is it? 123, 127 hours. hours. One hundred twenty-seven hours. I don't know why that doesn't impress you, man. I would cut my arm off never, probably. <laughs> I don't think I'd survive. When I first heard about that story, my first thought was, what a dink. 
And when I've heard that it was made into a movie, have you I watched the think, movie? Have you what watched a the movie? Think? Have you watched a movie? <laughs> no, I haven't watched a movie because we I, should have a movie night and watch on it. Well, no, wait, I'm we gotta watch Severed Ways. We gotta watch Severed Ways. That's right. We gotta watch that fucking Viking film. Well, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, there's there's so many other Viking films that have. Yeah, we should we should do that. Well, the Jedi are nearly wiped out, <laughs> but the rebellion continues. Oh, excellent. Good call, Thor. You need to do a Star Wars reference. It's been a pretty incredible two weeks, hasn't it? <laughs> it's going to be pretty incredible tomorrow, and it's going to be pretty incredible next week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, next month, and next year after that.
The only thing is that if, if Scott Walker is recalled in January 2012, my concern is Sith always work in Paris. <laughs> Stop the Imperial Walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And we're out. <laughs> <laughs>